Welcome to the Rose and Dagger podcast, episode 36.2. I am Nick, Lou and has AF on Tumblr, and Yes is a World on AO3. Lauren, Kings of Everything. And this is a continuation of 36.1, um, where we are talking about our fix. Um, so you should go back and you should go listen to those. And then we will jump in here and start talking about the second half of our fix. Okay, so my next fic is Your Best Fake Smile. The yeah. summary is Harry reluctantly agrees to a first date with Louie at Coney Island. Um, and this was written for one of the Larry Abroad years. Um, I... Ugh, to say about this one so i um i really wanted to do larry abroad and i really wanted um i really really wanted it to feel like the setting was sort of integral to the plot um meaning that you couldn't really pick them up and put them somewhere else and have the fix still make sense um and then i was thinking about that today since i knew we were doing this and i was like i guess it probably could but it would it would change a lot of it but so i really wanted the setting to be really um i didn't want it to just take place somewhere i really wanted it to feel like that place to be like immersed in the location um so i got coney island um which when i picked it i was like I live in Brooklyn. I've been to Coney Island a bunch of times. This will be great. And then I quickly realized all the different things there are in Coney Island in all the different ways (laughs) Um, I could go about this. Um, I had a lot of suggestions to do the mermaid parade um, and to do like a mermaid fic. Um, But then I didn't want to do that. I... um, Coney Island, to me, one of the things I did when I was, like, particularly depressed and not, like, super happy um, would be to, like, I feel like I did this one, like, October, so it was in the fall, um, and it was cold, and I just went to Coney Island and just, like, sat on the cold beach by myself, (laughs) like, looking at the ocean, Um, and... So I think I sort of wanted to do, to put, which actually that ended up as a, as one of my 50 kisses in that fic, um, that happens in one of them. But, um, so for this one, I really wanted, I sort of liked having both things being true. I like the idea of, um, Harry being depressed um, like clinical depression, um, not so depressed that he couldn't get out of bed, but still being depressed. Um, you know, I think there's like different levels and I think a lot of fics that deal with depression sort of like 
go all into like the very worst of it. Um, and I sort of was like, that's, there's certainly elements of that that I've had in my life, but also sometimes you're just depressed and you still have to go about your day-to-day life. And like, I sort of wanted to highlight that he was sort of in that part. Yeah. Like in between. Yeah. Um, and sort of against the backdrop of Coney Island in the summer with the amusement park and the beach and the aquarium and, you know, the art that's there and sort of all of this, like, you know, the joyous screams and sort of everything happy and wonderful going on around him as he's just sort of like plodding through his day. Yeah. Um, so, um, it's basically, it's a first date that he's like, not super happy to be on, but he's like, it's going to get my friends off my back. So sure. Um, so it's a lot of them sort of like getting to know each other. Um, you know, it's not a like explicit fic. It's like a hopeful ending and that like they might see each other again, but it's not a, not a whole lot happens in it (laughs) other than them, um, sort of exploring having a day together um, sort of in these two different mindsets. Um, And I really wanted um, Louis to not be like a savior character that like they were going to go on this date and like all of Harry's everything was going to be fixed because suddenly he was with someone who loved him. (laughs) You know, it's like a very conscious (laughs) opening you know, situation where there's possibility for future, but it's there, there is like a subtle shift, like when they're go. So, so uh, a few things all like came into this. There's a triptych um, piece of art somewhere out there. Of, I think it's Norman Rock, Rockwell. It might not be a, it might just be a diptych of um, going to the beach in the morning and like in the car, everyone's like, ah, and like so excited. And then on the way home from the beach that same day, everyone's like exhausted and just like, like the mood has totally shifted mm-hmm. um, because of the exhaustion and everything that happened, um, which like, I think is really evocative of you can like imagine how much happened while they were at the beach that day. But so it's sort of the reverse of that where going to Coney Island, they're sort of like separated on the subway, they're... You know, it's like bright lights is a big giant shock when they like get above ground. It's, you know, it's like a New York subway situation. And then on the way back, they take the subway back, but they're like, you know, Harry Russ's head on Louis' shoulder. It's sort of like you can see that there's a difference from their coming and their going and what has happened over the course of the day. So there is a change. It's just not like a hit you over the head. Yeah. Change. I love um, that thick. And the title comes from a Fiona Apple song. If I'm not lying about that, I don't think I am. But so, <laughs> Fiona Apple and what's his name? Jonathan Ames, I think, were dating. And she, he, one of them, I think he, always took his first dates to Coney Island um, as like a litmus test like for their relationship, I think. Um, and so it was taken from that concept. Um, 
And I think in whatever I was reading about it, like in the relationship, like she was super depressed and, um, you know, whatever. So I think it's sort of like a culmination of all these different elements came together to create this fic. Mm. Um, I love that fic. And yeah, so it's sort of a, it's sort of a dive into depression and not feeling like you're. Oh, what are they doing today? Hmm? I said, what are they doing today? That's a great question. I think it works out for them. I feel like Louis is like super understanding and Louis like doesn't, I think Louis pushes Harry in a really good way in a way that like challenges him, but not in a way that would like break him or push him too far. Um, and they have the same friend group. So I feel like that would help um, in their relationship. I feel like they're like very low key um, in their relationship. They've probably moved to like the part of Brooklyn where I was living, which is like not super cool <laughs> just like living their day to day i feel like they're just like very like happy and content and it's like really worked out for them but good you know they still have their struggles it's not like everything is great every day but i think that they're um they're happy good yes what is your next fic Meryl Harold. Oh, yay. Meryl Harold. An unbalanced force. Um, I wanted to write uh, Harry getting divorced, uh, married to somebody else. Harry has the rest of his life planned, marriage, career, kids, happily ever after. But sometimes plans don't work out. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I don't know. I love uh, those <laughs> characters so much. Yes. Um, and like when I was writing it, it, it was coming. It came really fast. Um, there was a lot that didn't that got cut out of the beginning, and then there was a lot that I didn't write that I originally planned to write. This is like the first fic that ever like came to me like fully formed, like yeah. like I had a, um an entire like plot like to start with, and like uh, extraneous things got edited out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I knew what was going to happen. Um, I wanted to show, I kind of wanted to show that a relationship doesn't have to be, like, all bad for it to not work out. Um, I think... Like, his marriage to Gabe doesn't work out, but it's both of their faults. Um, Harry, uh, you know, they didn't communicate at all. And so that led to um, their divorce, ultimately, with Harry thinking that, like, things were going a certain way and Gabe thinking things were going another way. Yeah. 
I at first uh, was going to write Harry having uh, an affair with Louis. Um, and then I decided that I didn't want to write that. Um, that I didn't want Louis to have anything to do with the divorce other than like he was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think that, um, I think that was such a, a good choice. Yeah. yeah. It works out. It's better. It's better for Merrill Harold. Yeah. Um, to, uh, he doesn't even see Louis as, um, someone that he could be with at all. Yeah. until after yeah mm-hmm. um so uh when i said that i went back through my screenshots for and saw the things for heading for limbo there were also some screenshots of some um <laughs> some of the anons i got when i was writing this fic um i deleted them all yeah. i was like i can't believe these are still on my phone um the amount of bullshit i got in my inbox like every day when i was writing this fic was so funny it was like you should write one of the ones was like a list of uh options for people to write harry with um including uh kid harpoon and like i think mitch um we know that you're like it what was so it was just so funny like louis just a side character this is just a fic about harry and oh you should just write harry omc um fix Mm -hmm. uh but unfortunately for them i i did not (laughs) write that um but uh I found it interesting that amount of shit that I got when I was writing that fic. Yes. Compared to writing The Devil in the Deep Blue Sea, I got none. I think um, there were other fandom things going on, and I think people were just attacking you for those reasons. Oh. Well, they're stupid. Yeah, um, I love Harold Harold. So I don't know what else to say crazy. about it. I was like, uh, I I read um my Drabble, not my Drabble, but my six 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 fic. Yeah. From that universe, and um, and it just made me like smile because like uh, part of the story is that uh. Harry's like, that's our thing. And Louis's like, we have a lot of things. <laughs> and like, that's just, but that's just how that, that's just how Meryl Harold is, is like, he, he like treasures every, everything that he does with Louis. And, uh, and Louis's the same way with him. Um, but so Harry makes everything into like, a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but it's cute. Yeah. Um, they're adorable together and they have yeah. babies. I think it's um to me what's fascinating is people's reactions to Gabe. Yes. And how I think some people like have a very visceral reaction to how much they dislike Gabe. Yeah. 
And I think that also Gabe he's is just, such a typical dude. Yeah, he's just he's not the best. He's just like he's got his own thing he's, going on, and you know he's like floating through life like not all that concerned about <laughs> about other people. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's that was the thing about him is I I didn't want him to be a bad bad guy. Yes, exactly. I wanted him to be an average. Like, that's what people are like. Yeah. People don't always, like, you know, uh, come home from work and stand side by side with their spouse in the kitchen while they make, like, lasagna together or whatever. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, uh, I would say probably most relationships, the person that gets home first probably gets stuck making dinner all the time. You know, um, and uh, with Harry being a teacher and uh, Gabe being an ER doctor, you know, Harry ended up doing a lot more, you know, of the household um, stuff. But again, these things happen. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. So, like, I just didn't want him to be... Uh, a bad bad guy but there were also people who were like oh my god my best friend's husband is just like that (laughs) (laughs) I could picture him in my head yeah you know yeah I think it was important that he was not such a bad guy and that Harry realized that he needed to change too to have like healthy relationships moving forward and that he really went through like you know, a transformation as well, that he wasn't just, like, game shitty, I'm moving on with my life, but, like... And also, I tried to show that Harry really loved him. Yeah. Um, It wasn't, you know, that he was waiting for, like, love to come along or anything like that. That he was, you know, he loved Gabe um, and he wanted to make things work, but... Yeah. They did not... I love the thing you have in there about them laughing and then looking at each other. Yes. Yeah. That was kind of, that was like such a big thing in my head. And it's right. just like, <laughs> like a passing moment. Um, yeah. Where Harry kind of realizes that he has like, like a, like a little like brain, like, Oh my gosh, moment uh, where he realizes that like he's looking at Louis a little differently than maybe he should and he backs away. Yeah. That yeah. Um, that's it. Oh, it's a side zile. Yes. As is heading for limbo. Oh, yeah. Although they do break up. Yeah. What's your next one? Um, my next one is Fire and Ice. Yay. <laughs> um, so the summary for this one is Harry really wants to come at the same time as Louis. Or four times they miss fire and the one time they get it right. Um, so this one is another one where like I have a bunch of different like little pieces of this. Um Basically, I set out to write a really smutty five times fic. That was all I wanted to do. I just wanted to write them trying to orgasm at the same time. Five, five times. times. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> I was like, this is going to be the smuttiest thing I've ever written. Um, and then I started writing, and then all of the feelings <laughs> suddenly came up. <laughs> there were, yes, those those feelings took me. Uh, uh, I was like, oh, God, Nick, what are you doing to me? This is supposed so to this, be. I feel like this is just such a good example of how, like, the concept for a fic versus the finished product can be so different. Um, yeah. You know what I'll, I love about it, though, is that the, like, the conflict is based on their sex. Yes. Like, that's, like that's where it comes from. Yeah. Uh, but their sex is good. Yeah. It's not really about their sex. Like, that's where it comes from, but that's not what it's really about. Right, exactly. Like, you know, they're taking, like, a stupid Cosmo quiz, and Harry is suddenly, like, extremely jealous that Louis has, like, come with someone before, like, at the same time, and, like, he and Louis haven't. So he's sort of, like, because he's not talking about his emotions and because he's not sharing what he's feeling and he's just bottling it all up, then he spirals. Yeah. He's, like, trying to make this thing happen that he's putting so much importance on but is like not actually important yeah like in any way shape or form um so that's that um it started as a um my family goes to hilton head island in south carolina every summer um and there is a restaurant there that has the naughty bar on top, <laughs> like N A U T I, like nautical. Um, it's all yeah. like nautical themed. Um, so I have them like as coworkers who like work at this bar. Um, and from there, I have a whole entire fucking universe in my brain of how they met and what happens after. And I just have like, I have stories of Liam who is in this for like 30 seconds but he's got his own like whole storyline in my head um so I've got so much more in the universe and every time I go down there for vacation I'm like I need to write more (laughs) (laughs) write it while you're there I know I should so um yeah that's um this fic, but I think I've, I think it really like sort of taps into, I think I've had so many people message me and be like, I totally understand where Harry is coming from. I'm the same way. I see myself in him, which like me too, um, you know, the like not, you know, not speaking up, not saying things, not like expressing what you want, you know, all of that stuff. Um, is very present in here. So I think, and I think a lot of women read fan fiction and I think that's like a very feminine trait perhaps where we're not taught or valued to like speak up and express our needs and things like that. So I think it all sort of dovetails um, into why this has like resonated with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I love the little, uh, I love all of the fics. You have a, was it 50 Reasons fic that's part of that universe? And then also a Drabble? Yes. Um, and those, 
Uh, also smutty and dip into that BDSM situation <laughs> that they might uh, that might be alluded to in this one, but is like a little bit more explicitly um, in those. So I love fics like that where you have like a whole universe in your head. Yeah, those are the best ones. Yeah, and I don't always want to write everything down. Like sometimes I'm perfectly happy for it to just live in my head. Yeah, exactly. This is the one that I needed your help with because I was like, I've never worked at the restaurant. Yeah, this is when we became friends. Yeah, I don't know how, like what would be restaurant duties, like closing duties. I was your restaurant picker. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. My next one is The Devil in the Deep Blue Sea. Louis's life is steady and calm, moored by his marriage and tied to his hometown. But after a chance encounter with another man, it'll never be the same. <laughs> Sorry, the notes. Hello, and welcome to my cheating fic. There's cheating in this fic. Also, infidelity and cheating. Louis is married and he cheats on his wife with Harry. It's not pretty and a lot of bad decisions are made. If that's not your thing, please hit the back button. There we go. <laughs> um... I wanted to write what it a caught. I should have looked up our conversation when I first told you about this fic idea. I think I said, I want to write them older mm-hmm. and I want to write them making bad decisions. Yep. My very favorite kind of fix. I was and like, you were like, do it, do it. I was like, I want to write them older. I want there to be like, like they're, they're, not bad people but they do bad things and like i want there to be cheating and um you know yeah i wanted them to be real yeah and make bad decisions but have to live with the consequences and um and i wanted a happy ending so there were like you know i had to kind of make sure (laughs) that it went a certain way um (laughs) The second half of that fic, uh, again, this is what happens when you don't plan, really. Um, (laughs) I got to the second half of that fic, and I was like, it's boring, what's happening? And you were like, well, there's no conflict, because now they're together. And, but you, uh, he has to deal with, like, being gay now. Yeah. Like, that has, and I was like, oh, you're right. So that became, like, the conflict of the second half of the fic was him... Um, like adjusting to being um, out and yeah. being in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love uh, I love Bridget. Yes. And yeah. I love Bo. Another ex who like hasn't done anything wrong but. Yeah. I made her more likable than Gabe though. Uh, she's not the bad guy. Uh, they're both at fault for their relationship um, not being like to the point where they like they didn't really communicate about their feelings Um, I would say they probably communicated about other stuff Mm -hmm. but just not about how they were feeling so that was part of why it was such a surprise for Louis to be like yeah. What the hell is happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
love love Bo Bridget Ocean. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, cracks me up. That um, I mean, it's set here. I don't say it in the fact, but um, I as a teenager I worked for the beach service. Um, in my twenties, I dated a guy who did the sailboats on the beach, um, and uh, I always had friends who like did the bike rentals um, and stuff like that. Uh, and like you know, my oldest was like a junior lifeguard and stuff like that. Um, so that part of it, I guess, is something that I'm familiar with like the beach service aspect of it that fic is one that i i started at least once i think twice before i started it and finished it yeah uh, and i think uh when I, I first started it i had louis uh they were both single um and louis was already divorced and it was not anything to do with like anybody else it was like a realized he was gay and they got divorced um but then i thought it would be more interesting if harry was like the catalyst Mm -hmm. for uh all of that yeah and sort of a mistake that you think you can sweep under the rug and then yeah (laughs) (laughs) i made a horrible mistake yes he's right there um, I don't know that I have anything else to say about that fic. Um, also, uh, like with Bridget, um, the headcanons that people have about her next relationship. Oh, yes. Um, and everything going uh, on like, with Bo and Bo's friend. And um, I like all of their, in addition to just Harry and Louie's relationship, I like, I like all the, all the supporting characters are just really great. Yeah. Yeah. I do like them, too. Yeah. I love that fic. Again, Silver Fox Louie. All right, what's your next one? So my next one is Those Hometown Lights, um, which literally everybody who voted for it said Lilo Wankfest. (laughs) Um, And I was surprised and really overjoyed by how many votes this one got. Um, So the summary is... Louis came back into the screen a few moments later. He was in the faded red lifeguard trunks that Liam had spent many an afternoon drooling over from afar, but now it was practically a second set of skin, cupping his dick obscenely and leaving absolutely nothing to Liam's imagination. Sometimes I can't tell if I look any different, but I guess his squats are paying off, Louis says with a laugh. He does half of one with his back towards Liam, his thighs tensing and the seams of the bathing suit pulling tight. So this was written for Wankfest. Um, the second round of Wankfest. Yeah. Um, and it's a sequel to the first round of Wankfest. Um, so in the first one, very briefly, um, I was totally fascinated by the idea of high school boys who jerk off together. Like, they don't jerk each other off, they just jerk off together in a room. In the same room. And I have been fascinated by this since I was in high school. Like I don't, I just, I have a million and 17 questions. And so I wrote a few <laughs> about it. 
<laughs> so that was the first uh, that was the first round um, of Wankfest. So this so this one specifically that people asked for, um, I wrote it last year. Um, so a few different things were happening. Um, it was during the COVID pandemic, which I know we're still in, but it was like sort of the beginning slash like one of the peaks of it. Um, so this whole like them talking to each other over Zoom is an aspect of it. Um, also that they're like home from college. So they're sort of back in a position where they're now a few years have passed. Um, obviously they're not, um, a lot has happened for Liam since the first one <laughs> in that he's come out, he's realized a lot, a few different things about himself. The other thing that happened is I moved to the suburbs um, and I was going for a lot of swims and spending a lot of time thinking about Fix as I was swimming um, and thinking about how when I was younger, I thought lifeguards were like the epitome of hotness. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about a lifeguard in a red bathing suit. I don't understand it, but it's there. So. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's it sort of dips into it in the first one in that you know louis is a lifeguard um and liam is sort of like looking but not looking from afar um so i kind of wanted to like make that aspect of it a little bit more explicit and so yeah they're both sort of just stuck i think because they're at home and like i was back at home i think there's Certain things like the common trees, which was like a big thing for me in high school. Like you drive past these trees and they would smell like common. I would like my friends and I would like every year be like, what is happening? Why do these trees smell like this? Um, I sort of wanted to like pull in things like that. I think I was just like back at home feeling nostalgic. And so, yeah, I think Liam and Louis are sort of both feeling the same way. And they're sort of looking back on their history together and the things that they didn't do but that they could have done had they been slightly different people in high school than they were then yeah and then they talk each other through wanking (laughs) (laughs) that is the fic (laughs) again really just a wanking fic but (laughs) some other stuff crept in some feelings and louis in tight shorts yes um, but I love a Lilo fic. I think this this Liam in particular, I think, is well suited to sort of this um maybe just like I don't know, I don't want to say too much about my head cannons about Liam because people will come after me, but I don't know. I feel like this it suits Liam for some reason with me. Yeah. I like that Liam. I like that do you, do you think that like every wank fest you do will be Liam's wanking verse? No, because the third one I did was, um, wasn't it Liam? Yeah, it was Zane. Yeah, wanking over Liam. But is, is, very... it, is it the same Liam? No, it's a different Liam. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, the first two go together, and then I was going to do a third one, and then I was like, I don't really know what else to say at this point in that universe um so i have a whole other universe where there are firefighters in my brain that i haven't yet written and so 
this so the most current wank fest was Zane in that universe wanking over fireman Liam wank fest yeah I love wank fest such a good Me time too. of the year it really is and it happens every year that's the Yay. cool thing about it. it's such a good like constraint of not being able to touch the other person and only being able to touch yourself and so you have to build yeah so much more around I think you can't rely on the sort of standard things we see in smut scenes yeah and so you need to sort of build a thing I don't know I feel like it's like a different challenge um yeah yeah I like the yeah yeah, that it has to be um wanking um it's sort of like the anything but challenge which was no no butt sex yeah (laughs) the anything but and yeah. no beds. Yeah. Um, that was a fun one too. So what but is yeah. my next one? Oh, um, fifty thirty. Yay. Say something. At fifty years old and recently divorced, Omega Harry Styles isn't interested in dating. When his doctor suggests a heat and rut matching service, he signs up out of necessity. It's the only use he has for an alpha in his life. 28-year-old Alpha Louis Tomlinson aims to change that. Such a good summary. Okay. Okay. 50-30. Again, I wanted to do an age difference fic. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do Impreg Harry. And I wanted to do ABO. I would say that it is the culmination of a million different starts and stops of pregnant Harry. Yeah. Um, because I found that uh, I could not imagine Louie as anything but absolutely wonderful towards Harry while he is pregnant. Yes. It was really hard for me to try to write any more of that, like, snippet where, like, you know, um, I kept trying to write him not being wonderful. It just wasn't happening. Yeah. So the the conflict had to come from somewhere else. Um, when I first started planning it, I didn't, I wasn't planning on Harry getting pregnant. That was the best part about that. It was the beginning. <laughs> I think I just planned on them being like the age difference being the only issue. And then I was like, Oh, he's going to get accidentally pregnant. And then that became the whole story. Um, I love... I I think with ABO, I kind of struggle with uh, staying within, like, what it's... What I think people consider normal for ABO. Um, uh, I don't, like... Yeah, uh, the other ABO, my other main ABO fic... Um, I left off this list, but I only wrote it because I wanted to see if I could write ABO. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have that Omega Omega fic, but it's very short. Um, yeah, so like, I kind of had fun with making them not so typical, I guess, um, for their um, Alpha, Beta, Omega, whatever. Um I don't know. I love this fic. I love how much Louis is like so sure of Harry from the very beginning. 
Um, and seems to understand where Harry's come from uh, or coming from. Um, <laughs> the comments on this fic are so funny because they're like, people get like progressively more irritated with Harry, but it's like they can see where it's coming from. They're like, yeah. I totally understand why <laughs> he feels this way, <laughs> but God, yes. why can't he just see that Louis? Yeah. So like yeah. he, you know. Also, I remember you, um, I remember you a lot of times feeling like, you saying that you felt like there wasn't enough conflict. Yes. And I was like, there's plenty of conflict. He is unexpectedly pregnant with <laughs> somebody 20 years younger than him. And yeah. He's, yeah, not handling it the best. And that is plenty of conflict. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to write a realistic pregnancy. Um, I think sometimes pregnancies, uh, glossed over or made into like this magical time. Yes. And, you know, uh, other stuff goes on too. Um, I love that he, uh, when he goes into labor, (laughs) he's like, I'm not in labor. Um, but yeah, and I love his kids, um, his three daughters. Yeah. Um, and this one, yes, he, his ex is an asshole though. Yeah. Um, but that was more of Harry's, I guess, backstory than, um, than anything else. Like it just gives you an idea of what, where he's coming from and why he feels the way that he does um i don't love that book i don't really have anything else to say about it though i don't know what else i would say yeah what's your next one my next one is tell me it's the strongest shape which is louis and nick grimshaw and elgar johnson it is Um, a poly yes it is a poly Um, So the summary is, Nick and Elgar have it all. They're famous, successful, and engaged to be married. And sometimes they play with others. When uni student Louis gets street cast by Elgar for a GQ photo shoot, he's drawn into Nick and Elgar's complicated relationship. They've always invited mates into their bed. It doesn't ever mean anything. Until it does. Um, Remember when you came up with the idea for that fic? Yes. So... This fic um, was first um, brought up to me by Jigsaw. Um, she has a SS Nelgar <laughs> post <laughs> for their ship of Nick and Elgar. Um, and somewhere in there was something about like, and also, if Harry's involved, she wouldn't be mad. Um, but I'm a Louis girl. And I love me some Tomlin Shaw. So um, that's where that sort of came from. And then um, through that, I was watching some um, videos of Elgar on YouTube. And there's one where they're at, like, a skate park. Um, and I sort of had this idea of, 
Algar, um, you know, seeing Louis skateboarding at the skate park and kind of immediately falling in love with him and casting him and wanting him to be part of their relationship. Um, so that's sort of where it came out of. And for the longest time, I thought that was the opening scene. Um, I think we talked about this recently yes. on the podcast episodes, but then, um, my beta suggested perhaps I should, um, maybe start with Nick and Elgar's relationship first. Um, so we can sort of get like a baseline of where they are before the third person comes in. Um, so I think that there's, I don't know. I love this fix so much. Um, I love that people give it a chance, even though Elgar is like not a well-known person by any stretch of the imagination. Should um, you say who he is? He is um, some senior fashion director for GQ UK, UK GQ. Um, basically, he like was a model um and like does like styles fashion shoots um for the magazine i might be lying he might not be a model i might have to cut that um so anyway he and nick are friends i think just from like being in the industry and like living in london and you know whatever else um so i really wanted I thought it was important for this polyfic, it's the first polyfic I've written, um, to be that Louis didn't, like, quote-unquote, save their relationship. Um, I think Nick and Elgar have a complicated relationship. Um, I think there are, like, things that go unsaid. Um, Louis in this, I think, is a particularly ornery character, um, who I love so deeply. I love this Louis, like, more than anything, um, because he wants so deeply to be part of their relationship and to feel like he fits in, um, but he's closeted, none of his mates know he's gay, um, let alone like dating to famous people or like you know yeah like high up media elite people um and i think i think there's something to be said about you know elgar is super into soccer so is louie also they're both like super into fashion um then there's a lot that nick and Louie have in common. Um, you know, they like a lot of the same bands and have this whole like music connection. So he fits in their relationship and sort of is like a foil for both of their needs um, while also having his own set of needs that are um, maybe not always considered since Nick and Elgar are in such a state with themselves <laughs> um and then there's like rockstar harry who is part of this <laughs> someday i'm gonna write their history um you know but there's some i think there's some distrust 
where Elgar and Harry aren't the best of friends, but Nick and Harry are best friends. Louis is just like, oh my God, it's Harry Styles. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Harry's dating Nick Jonas. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Nick Stonis. Um, yeah, so I think it's, you know, so Harry, you know, so Louis eventually comes out, but, he, you know, and he's got to deal with, like, them being famous, and he's just, like, some dude who's still in college, like, or in uni, I guess. Um, so there's just, like, a lot of different elements of this. Um, these characters do not always handle things in the most mature way. Um, and I... This was, like, born from so many tears. It took me... This was really a struggle to write. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I had the greatest beta, like, holding my hand through it all and, like, helping me out and, like... But you actually wrote it pretty quickly, I think. I did. I wrote most of it pretty quickly. um, And then I had um, sort of a bad beta situation. Um happen and it just totally knocked my confidence yeah i remember that um i couldn't deal with it for months and i didn't know how to fix it and i didn't know sort of how it had gone so wrong for this person it was just like a very um it it just wasn't i don't know it, it was just it was a bad beta match for this particular fic i think um yeah, and it just totally threw me for a loop and totally, like, devastated me. Um, and it took me, like, months to be like, okay, but I do want to finish this. This is, like, I still can't stop thinking about it. It's, like, the only thing I thought about for, like, months. Um, and so it was a lot I of... I mean, work. I remember the day that you came up with it and you being, like, I plotted out the whole thing in, like, no time. Yes. I basically wrote, like, subway. two or three, five thousand, I don't know how many words, plot on the subway within like an hour on my way to a meeting um and it all just like came out which was amazing because I feel like I had such a good sense from the start of like who they were and what their issues were going to be um and then it was sort of like a lot of fine tuning towards the end um and sort of like making lists of the scenes and what else do I need and what am I missing and what are um you know, emotionally, all of those things. And then also physically, I had to buy those little, like, movable art dolls and give them... Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Like, <laughs> be positioning them in different ways um, so that that could all be very realistic. Um, that was very hard, writing the slut scenes. Um, and then there's elements that are sort of, like, alluded to, but not directly very explicitly discussed like I think Nick has some body issues um that are sort of like gently sprinkled throughout yeah Um, yeah Louis like very unsure of himself and his sexual prowess (laughs) um you know so there's things like that that are sort of um subtexty there yeah um there's a lot going on in that fic there is a there's so much going on 
Um, and I'm so happy with the way it came out. T- coming up with the title was so hard. I had one title for ages, and then I didn't like it. Um, yeah, I like the title that you went with. Yeah, because they say that the triangle is the strongest shape. I don't know. Um, maybe a like engineer can explain that better. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's where the title came from. I really like it, and I'm really glad that other people like it and have given it a chance. I don't know why I thought that Nick and Elgar were actually together in real life. Oh, no. They're just buddies. Just friends. I mean, it's they they, um, were on each other's social media for a while, and then they haven't been. Ah, okay. So I don't know if they were. I don't think Elgar ever has, like, come out. Um, so I don't even know if he is gay or not. Um, oh, okay. So it's, you know, maybe they were and then they didn't. And now he's dating somebody else. Um, yeah. And then I wanted, um, you know, Zane is so often the only person of color. And even that is so generally whitewashed. Um, that I really liked the idea of writing another person of color being paired up with somebody in the 1D world. Um, I didn't want to whitewash it. Obviously, I'm a white person writing a person of color. So um, I tried to be aware of that um, and have some... Excellent. Yes. Passing the baton back to you for your next one. Okay. Have love, will travel. Woo! Um, your favorite. Yes, my comfort um, Have love, will travel. Rather than spend the summer working at their desks, Louie and Harry are given the opportunity to crisscross the country together in a tiny camper, filming their adventures for a YouTube series. It soon becomes obvious to their viewers that there's something more than friendship between them. Eventually, they figure it out. So, a few years ago, when we were uh, renovating our house... The original plan was that uh, we were going to, we bought a camper and we lived in the camper. But the original plan that was that I was going to take the camper and my kids and my sister and we were going to go on like a road trip uh, for a couple of months basically. Um, and it didn't work out. The money didn't work out. Um, uh, but I had all of these plans for this road trip, uh, including all these books, um, about like the parks and, uh, everything. Um, and so I already had all the stuff and then I wanted to write a thick where they were in a camper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd started a fic with uh, Harry with a camper and uh, abandoned it. Um, maybe two. But I started writing it and then I was like, this is going to be my fic for the Fine Line Fest. Um, I'd originally planned to write like a short uh, smutty fic uh, for a fine line for Adore You. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, ended up writing like a hundred thousand words. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're uh, traveling to every state in the continental United States and mm-hmm. going to a park and falling in love. Um, it was super fun planning it. I had a lot of fun planning it. I planned the route. Like, I decided that they worked for National Geographic, but in the fic that it's not National Geographic. But, um, because uh, that was one of the books that I had. And um, so all the parks came from that book, which was like the top parks from each, like top state parks from each state. Okay. And so, like, I had that book that to, for, like, reference and then um i plotted it all out on a map and like all of the drive times and everything <laughs> are, are like accurate yeah. um uh the fic like the trip could actually take place in that amount of time mm-hmm. um and it was just fun uh the pandemic had like only been around for you know a short time at that time yeah and um so it was really nice to be able to watch like the videos and stuff of the different parks and like the things that you can do there. And um, like the kids would watch with me um, like the place in Wyoming, I think where they, uh, the, the water slide, the natural water slide. Yep. Um, that's real. Obviously all the places they go to are real. All the things they do are things that you can do at those places. Um, I love how much research you're like able to do. It was so much fun. That was yeah. such a fun, like part of it was like, um, was the researching and like, how would they deal with this situation? And um, it comes through stro- so strongly. Like, I feel like it's such a fun fic to read. Like, I'm glad it, that you like it. Like, I love, I love that fic. It like, uh, it was, it was so fun to write, mm-hmm. and um, I love the way that they are with each other, that they're they communicate and they're friends, and that they, you know, are like friends first, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they get over like they do argue and they do have like little bumps i guess to their relationship but they talk about it and they work things out i just love them yeah yeah it's a good like not having like conflict just because yeah but sort of just letting the story like move on its own yeah yeah um when louis falls out of the boat Mm -hmm. i did that that was something that really happened to me um but it was scary, but obviously, like, I knew we used to go pre-COVID. Um, mm-hmm. My sister and I used to take the kids um, up to Tennessee um, every summer, and we would go to um, Dollywood, and we would go whitewater rafting. And um, we used to just take the big kids so that we could go down, like, the bumpier part of the river. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the last time we went we took the twins so we went on like the family float thing Mm -hmm. um which is funny because that's when i fell out of the boat it wasn't like (laughs) (laughs) so i've been rafting like i'm not done like super like scary rafting but i've been quite a few times um and uh 
this time I just wasn't really paying attention because I was focused on all four of my children being in the boat, you know? And so when we went over um, the rapid, I was just like focused on my kids and not paying attention to the fact that I was like basically falling out. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, the boat went over top of me and I like breathed in the water and stuff. It was cold. This shit is cold, man. You don't realize that the water's going to be that cold until you hit it and you're like, oh my God. Um, What else? Was there anything else that happened? You know what was funny was writing that. I I thought that when they got to um, South Carolina, I picked the park that they went to because it's one that I've been to. um, And I thought it would be a much bigger part of the fic and that there was like more that went on there. But at that point... I was just, I didn't want to write them there. It's, yeah. I guess, a little bit weird that I didn't, but I think that's all I got. Okay. Um, so my last fic I'm going to talk about is Counterbalance. Yay! So Counterbalance, let's pull up the summary. Harry Styles loves two things teaching ballet and racing motorcycles. Those two worlds collide when his greatest rival on the track, Louis Tomo Tomlinson, brings his tiny siblings to Harry's class. So this fic um, was for Big Bang. Um, We were getting to the point where we needed to submit our summaries. I was (laughs) in total panic because I did not know what I was going to write for Big Bang. Um, and Lauren wrote some fake summaries as examples. Um, and one of them, I was like, oh, that one's mine. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. Yeah. We got a a non ask on the big bang, uh, blog asking, uh, for examples of what the summaries should look like when you turn them in. And I, I don't remember what the other ones were. Yeah. But I made up like three. So it was like a variety of like of of what your summary should look like. Because it's yeah. not really uh, for signing up for Big Bang. It's not like a your summary. There's not like a specific set of requirements yeah. for how your summary should be. Yeah. Um, but it just totally leapt out at me. The like dichotomy there that you had that you had started um, I'm a big F1 fan and for years I've wanted to write an F1 fic. I think there's like less than a handful of them in the fandom. Um, so I really wanted, so like in the back of my head one day I've wanted to write an F1 fic, um, that centered around racing. Um, and then, so this, I sort of took a lot of that and sort of tweaked it just to motorcycle racing instead of F1 car racing. Um, so it's a little bit of an odd, like, if you know anything about racing, you actually like travel, but obviously if he was a dance teacher, he'd have to be in one location. So I sort of had to like fudge some details there. Um, you know, so it's not, so it's like a made up league and things like that. Um, but I really just wanted to explore the, um, 
Harry having like these two sides and having um, different interests that don't necessarily align um, and sort of the societal pressure um, like sort of surrounding those things. Um, And in the thick, Harry's dad is like a, you know, like number one best racer, like of all time. And so there's a lot of pressure from Harry's dad and they don't have the greatest relationship because of that. Um, And so I really wanted to explore that sort of the pressures that can be put on someone when their dad is like so intimately involved in their like job day to day. Um, And they spend so much time together, but Des just like doesn't see Harry really. Um, Or he does, but he doesn't, he's not quite approving so he sort of pretends part of it doesn't exist. Um, so like that's really hard for Harry. Um, I originally had a different thing happening with that. Um, and then my beta, um, Maggie, who is so, so amazing to work with on this fic. Um, every fic I've worked with on her, she's so good. But she, um, you know, sort of gently suggested that maybe I don't have um the ending that that harry cuts Des out of his life which is sort of which is was my initial conflict resolution there that he sort of decides not to um and she gently suggested maybe that they like come to some middle ground a little bit um and instead of it being so final maybe they it's like ends on a more hopeful note that they can overcome their their situations um and their like past arguments and stuff and i get so many comments on people who really like harry and Dessa's relationship and the way it ends and that's all maggie um i'm like so so grateful that she made that suggestion because it was so i think it just worked out a whole lot better and then so so harry has these two different things going on and then louis also is um he has his own family shit going on which is like very different than harry's and there's a whole like him really being into harry's dad and sort of like having him as a substitute your dad's so cool yeah and harry you know harry was being like my dad's an asshole (laughs) you know some of like deaths on the surface supporting Louis, but actually then really wanting Harry to be the winner and just lots of, um, there's just lots of, uh, lots of conflict there. So yeah, but I really liked just the idea of exploring Harry sort of having these two different sides to him that can coexist and him coming to a place of, um, I think he always understood it was okay and he was always okay with it. And it's not like he, you know, on the track, his ballet thing was a secret, but he still did it. He never, like, totally shut down that part of him. Yeah. Um, so on one hand, it's sort of just more him, like, being comfortable sharing it and sort of, like, letting people know it's okay that, like, these two different things exist. And then... Letting people in. Yeah, letting people in and letting people learn more about you and... um 
he's not perfect. Louis is not perfect. They hurt each other. Um, they're rivals, but they, Harry learns that there's like more to Louis than meets the eye. And once he gives Louis a chance, they're pretty perfect for each other. Um, their side, ZM. Uh, and I really like the friendships there. Yeah. I think I wasn't prepared for how much people like this fic. Yeah. No way. Like, I really like it, and I was really excited for it, but it it took me by surprise. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, I I, I remember when it it came out, you were like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like I really like it. I'm so it's glad such a great, it's such it. a great fic. Yeah. Um, I remember when you were writing it, like, um, I think I got an ask that was like, is somebody writing that motorcycle prompt? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes they are. It's Nick and she's writing it. Yes. I'm so glad I, um, asked before that other person did. <laughs> I don't even know if they wanted to write it or if they were just, you know, curious if it was really a thing, but um no no the person that came to me like wanted to read it oh okay oh yeah 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 they weren't looking to write it they were looking to like read it yeah yeah that's such a good because i was writing it (laughs) you owe me a point of view switch for that fic yes i do i um my birthday is in september (laughs) (laughs) yes i have uh I got some things to write for that one. But I like that scene that I have just, just simmering in the back of my brain for me to yeah. write. <laughs> it's just hanging out. Exactly. So there will be more in that universe for anybody who wants to subscribe. Yeah. Um, that fic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the second hand of wines. Yay! Of course. My my time travel, my first... The second one, I don't really consider it time travel. Yeah. So this is my time travel fic. The NASA fic. Even though (laughs) nothing really happens at NASA. Yeah. Um, The second hand unwinds. Louis Tomlinson is one of the first members of NASA's top-secret chrono exploration program. When things go wrong and he's sent further back in time than planned, he has no other option than to show up on his ex-boyfriend's doorstep. Uh, It was a summer exchange fic Mm -hmm. um, when you were modding summer exchange because I am a very nervous writer and I don't go in for exchanges because they make me nervous. And, um, but I knew with you as a mod that I was like, don't give me anything crappy. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that I trusted that you would give me something that I could write. Yeah. Um, even if it was, you know, a short thing, I was looking at the prompts, um, the original prompts that, uh, I was assigned. Um, and it's, I remember reading them and immediately being like, well, I can't write this because uh, in the prompt, Louie cheats on Harry. Oh, but right. then you were like, oh, well, you know, the prompts are really just guidelines. Yeah. And, it's, just, uh, yeah. it's true. And so, um, yeah, so there was some stuff that was changed. Um, 
Louie doesn't actually cheat and he's not as old or not as much older. I think in the prompt, he was supposed to be like 10 years older than Harry or something. Before you got into your age difference fix. I know, right? <laughs> um, You're like, I can't possibly write that with that age difference. No, no, I think we probably could have, but it was like, yeah. it was this much older, but then, he, but Harry sees him as the younger Louis. Oh, yeah. And I think, yeah, I couldn't really like wrap my head around how I would get that right. um, to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did not expect that fic to take off the way that it did. It was written while I was writing Heading for Limbo, which was much more personal um, and meaningful for me when I was writing it. But um, I had a lot of fun writing it. Mm -hmm. It was, I read so much about um, time travel, like the theories. Um, I couldn't tell you anything now. Yeah. But when I was writing it, it was like, you know, I, I, I really did. Like, that was when I had to go back to Heading for Limbo. Because I was like, I'm not going to invent time travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I need to relax and get over it and, like, figure out a way to fake it right. for the fake. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I had to take a step away and um, and go back to my other fake. But um, I also didn't really plan it much until after I'd already got it gotten started mm-hmm. writing, and then I started planning it. Um, I'm not sure what else to say. Well, it was posted anonymously. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I like it anonymous. Blew, it sort of blew up when it was still anonymous. Which yeah, I it was still yeah. Which like, uh, shows how good of a fic it is. Someone um, faked uh, faked being me. Yes. And sent, and sent an ask to uh, Kelly, Jimmy yeah. T. Fallon, uh, claiming to be me. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. And Because, um, like, sending like an ask like that, like, wh- what are they going to get? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Like it was anonymous. It's not like they were, you know, admitting that it was their fic or whatever. Some people did guess. I had a, I think a handful of people knew it was me. Um, but uh, they kept it to themselves, which was nice. Um, I'm a big, you know, fan of uh, if something is supposed to be anonymous, then. Um, you should do your best to keep it that way until it's not supposed to be anonymous anymore. Um, so it was a little bit difficult when like everybody was like the NASA fic, the NASA fic, NASA Louie. And I was like, ah, um, yeah, it was a little bit weird. It posted the day that we saw the second, uh, Madison Square Garden show, Harry show. Um, three years ago yeah um that was my first fic with zane in it oh yeah yeah um i hadn't written zane uh prior to that uh because when i came into the fandom um nobody was writing him in fix uh anymore and so i was like oh okay i guess we don't like like that was like the accepted thing to do was to not write him 
and uh, and then like right before I started writing uh, those two fics, Heading for Limbo and The Second Hand on Wines, I was like, well, that's a dumb reason for, <laughs> like, I can still write him in my fics. Yeah. And, uh, and so I wrote him into both of those fics. Um, and then in The Second Hand on Wines, he, you know, plays a, a big part. And that was like my apology to character Zane. Um, he, he's like the backbone of, of that fic really. Um, I loved him in that fic. Yeah. I love Harry in that fic. Yes. I love the title of the fic. Yes. I love, um, Harry in the fic. I like that they are, I don't know, just their whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go. messed up. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is I got an ask, you know, uh, that uh, her comment or something that was like, you know, it's weird that um, he never sees his family, that um, Harry never, like, nobody ever comes by the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, not really, yeah. you know, like it, he goes to see his family. Mm-hmm. Um, he has basically like cut himself off from Louis's family yeah. and um, they don't know what's going on there. They think that like Louis and Harry broke up and it was really bad. So they like aren't, you know, reaching out to him. Yeah. Um, and then I think I got uh, somebody read it recently and commented that like they would have thought it was weird that he spent or no, no, not that they thought it was weird, but that s- after quarantine, they have a different respect for Louie in that time that he was there yeah. uh, because he had to stay inside yeah. Harry's little shitty flat in uh <laughs> And Donnie. Yeah, for like a year. Yeah. Um, except for like, you know, the few times that they went to the library and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but they were like, it hits different. And I was like, yeah. you know, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Yeah, I love that fic. I did not expect it to be as popular as it was, but. Whatever. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. Okay. Um, thank you for listening to all 20 of our fix. If you've listened to both episodes, um, we will be back soon talking about something else. Yep. Um, I am Nick. Lewin has AF on Tumblr and yes to the world on AO3. And I'm Lauren Kings of everything. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And go read our fix, please. <laughs> yes. We'll be linking them all. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye.